0: Snuff production. Barely
1: brown one side and burnt to a crisp on the other.
0: Oh, it
2: drives me mad.
1: Fresh from the uneven toaster of life. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast.
2: Alex Dyson, I officially apologized to Track Pants over the weekend. Well, Um, I saw that. I preferred a handwritten formal letter. It was a little tweet, I know, and it was a bit of a weak apology considering I've been shunning Track Pants for 36 years of my life and this year i bought a nice pair and i i wish i could take all of those years back you're a fool. And do them again you're in a fool. full comfort yeah <laughs> <laughs> i am so good what have i been I, do you know how many jeans i've worn my whole life because i thought that that's like the only long leg possibility well you've laughed at me in the
3: past because i used to we used to get some surprise big guests in at triple j and i'm there in my slop um, (laughs) in the triple j offices and um no they've done me proud keep rocking welcome aboard man it's very nice to have you there because lots of track pants were worn over the first few days of the uh big tokyo games which are taking place are some huge scenes we might get into a few in a moment but it was interesting going from because we broadcast friday night matt watching the big parade go on. It was interesting to go from that and the good wholesomeness of talking to callers and just seeing the world come together. Then the next day, the parade we see is absolute clowns walking through the streets of our (laughs) capital cities.
2: Please. Mask, maskless. Okay, no, 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 we're not gonna go, we, we're not gonna talk about it. Waving some right? different flags. No, that, okay, we've got, look, we've got a huge show. <laughs> we've got Click, Click Fish with Bron, producer Brian. Oh, special Tuesday edition. Yeah, we, we're chatting to um, a guest as well who you might have heard on the two peas in a podcast pod. Her name is Kate Jones and they just released uh, their new book, The Invisible Life of Us. It's about parenting with additional needs. But look, Let's jump into this, Alex Dyson. I want to I want to wipe the slate clean from all the negativity. Let's start with some happy stories. Let's do this is it. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. Let's go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Matt and Alex, all day
1: breakfast.
3: Yes, Matt. Very excited to uh, to get some happy news coming through. Uh, before I do, I don't want to just call people clowns by throwing a pie in their face and running off. Should <laughs> I should, <laughs> I should <Aww>. mention <laughs> why it's it was pretty sad to see these people who. Rather than being clear, clown- I think misguided, uh, confused, and scared people with a with a little dollop of selfishness, which goes on to the top, and makes it a, a pretty dangerous situation. Protests in a lot of the capital cities of people walking through, chanting freedom, um, saying Jesus is their vaccine. You know, there's so many different <laughs> different angles to what I think these people were angry about. And sure, anger and frustration can be. Be quite massive, but it's it's interesting to see the contradictions, the walking, talking, sometimes horse punching contradictions that are that are wandering through the streets of people who who want their freedom but are also really angry at the government for allowing deaths in aged care and and those kind of things who are um, confused on that level who are calling other people sheep for following the science and then they're you know, literally dutifully following YouTubers and conspiracy theorists' (laughs) websites and stuff like that, who are not going to be taking the AstraZeneca vaccine because two people, you know, passed away from it recently from the rare blood clotting uh, disorder, but they don't mention the two people who died of COVID-19 recently. They're not afraid of that to the point where they'll get out and mingle with everyone and potentially spread the virus. So that's why I think the... um, what happened in the, on the weekend didn't make much sense, but it's tough to watch, Matt Kind Because you're the same; you get tense in these situations.
2: Yeah, look, I mean, it was it was super super frustrating. And here's the thing: I'm not I am not integrally against your anyone's right to protest. Like, and a lot mm-hmm. of protests have happened since the start of this pandemic. There was a huge one, Black Lives Matters, last year. I completely su- support people's right to protest. It's just so frustrating when people aren't following the rules to <laughs> do it. it. Do you know what I mean? When it comes to
3: masks and distancing, oh, and, stuff. and like yeah. and
2: actually things that are going to stop the spread of a virus that even if you're not scared of, I am scared of it. Yeah, I am scared of getting sick and dying, and there is no way to stop. Like, so please respect my freedom to to not spread it for me as well. And like, I like I think if people got together, if everyone wanted to rally against the fact that it is tough for people right yep. now Businesses that there are shutting. is no financial support, that people don't have a way out at the moment. I I completely support you in that in that want, you know, to fight for that.
3: Come out and say bring back job keeper. This is Yeah, this is that's right. fine. Yeah.
2: Like it. yeah, but just keep your 1.5 and put a bloody some cloth <laughs> over your bloody mouth. Okay, while you do it.
3: No, no, waving the me. cloth above your head—that's <laughs> where it comes in. I walked past uh, a, um, uh,
2: really walked past someone with a
3: flagpole, and it had the um, American flag, the British flag, and the Australian flag on the one p- flagpole. I'm not sure if that's person's you know, family heritage or what it was, but the flags were upside down. I assume the British flag was upside down, but the Union Jack kind of interchangeable, but the other two <laughs> <Yep>. definitely <laughs> upside down. I'm not sure what it was getting at there, but yeah, it was just a bit of a big contradictory mess uh, for mine.
2: And then, and and you know, and it's because it was so close to our house and home, Belinda and I are genuinely anxious now that it's, that it's like, it's that we could get it. From spread, people were going into shops, people were. I talked to someone who tried that someone some of the protesters tried to rip off his mask. He's not in the protest. And they ripped, off, they're trying to rip off his mask. Like, and so yeah, now I'm thing, like, it's, now it's, it's, I'm
3: genuinely nervous. I think they again, people like that. And you know, there might have been more nice people in there who don't rip off random bystanders' masks as they walk past. But it's as if that person thinks this man enjoys wearing a mask for himself, what a loser, rather than, no, masks. If we had a choice, we wouldn't wear them. (laughs) The reason we do is so I don't spit in your face with my virus. (laughs) So I am protecting the person who's walking past. It's like, I've got this on, so I don't look after you, mate. And he's like, get that off. Give me the globules.
2: (laughs) Stop respecting me. Anyway, it's difficult enough getting food delivered, let alone <laughs> we're getting actual, the possibility of actual disease virus getting delivered to our doorstep, right? So, that's stressful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. And so, so I'm looking at Sophia and I'm thinking, you know what? It's so beautiful because she just doesn't. Mm. know about any of this and she was just playing supermarkets in the lounge room she doesn't understand that we can't go out that mm. we can't go to the shops or anything she's just like she wanted me to pretend to buy ice creams with her at her little set up fake ice cream shop and I thought that's so sweet what would it be what it would how good it would be to be that blissfully unaware of the world oh, and then no, no
3: it would absolutely not because Matt going going to an ice cream shop. Constant tasters, constant spoons. Sophie, you'd be running out of the well, spoons. No. We know you're a t- you're a three, four, five, six times taster. You absolutely. I'll t- taste as
2: many as it takes, mate. Absolutely. And you know I'll buy one. You're taking the it's piss, about, it there, mate. It's about investment. All right. Let me taste, and I'll, and I'll invest in your company very much. No, but I thought how, how good it would be to be blissfully unaware, um, yeah. to, of that situation, and then. Um and you might have seen it in an Instagram um post that I just did about parenting toddlers uh, yesterday. But but I thought, how nice is it that Sophia is so blissfully unaware of what's going on around her? And then she went to sleep and as she was lying in bed, she started asking me about sharks. And then she started getting scared of sharks, and she's like, Is a shark gonna eat me in my cot? And I'm like, Oh my god, it must be awful being two. Like you're scared of sharks in your you're in bed. There's no sharks.
3: Yeah. Uh, very tricky. And well, I did you see um I was watching Sally Fitzgibbon yesterday in the surfing. Do you know the name of the um the Australian surfing Olympic
2: surfing team? Are they the sharks?
3: The Irakunji. What? They've called themselves the Irakunji. <laughs> and for anyone who's read Being Black and Chicken and Chips by Matt O'Kine, you'd know that the Irakunji. Are coming for you. <laughs> no,
2: that, that, there's nothing scarier in this world. You know, one of the symptoms of getting bitten by Eric kunji is the overwhelming sense of impending doom. <laughs> That's not necessary. Like, you're literally already paralysed and vomiting. What? Like, why? Why would an animal also make the sense of impending doom fall upon you?
3: That is really rough Anyways. stuff, but you know it's as if the whole world's currently in this lockdown being stung by an irakanji um but that's why we wanted to get some things that have made us smile over the weekends, Madocon,
2: right here. Oh, yeah. Well, look, I'm going to – speaking about, you know, things in the water, people that swim, uh, how good was the win by Ariane Titmuss, Uh in the pool, oh. incredible stuff. I was yelling at the TV. It was awesome. Gold in the 400-meter freestyle, coming back from behind in the final 50, best performance of her life, incredible stuff. Uh, and the reaction from the coach as well, <laughs> making headlines all around the world, Dean Boxall going absolutely off. I saw you sent me that video on TikTok, Alex Dice, and someone saying, if my coach doesn't celebrate like this when I win, (laughs) I don't want a coach. He basically grabbed the
3: glass railing and almost made love to the (laughs) the barrier (laughs) at the pool. Such was the excitement at Titmuss' wing. And I've got to say, to beat someone, and this is Kate Ledecky from America, one of the greatest swimmers of all time, had never been beaten in an Olympic individual event, so to knock off LeDecki in that Ariane uh, Arnie, people are call- calling her because she is the Terminator now, dispatched of the Liquidator <laughs> in the vat of carbon. What's that stuff? The um,
2: of the T one thousand in the in the. Well, liquid nitrogen. Liquid nitrogen. <laughs> Shattering the dreams of America, thinking that they were going to win another gold. But, um, yeah,
3: it was absolutely incredible. And I had um, Dat Boy Gregory, Gregory Fingers on the phone inundated with memes after that coach reaction. i got to say, very, very useful if you are looking at meme portfolios. Dat Boy Gregory Fingers passing on that. It is a good place <laughs> to invest for the next 24 to 48 hours. Um, something that made me smile over the weekend, and this is just a totally personal um, message that I got, which has audio, so I thought I would play it for you. Oh, please. I got a really cute message from a lovely uh, person by the name of Zali who said, Hey, Alex, I read your book for my English class at school. My friend and I created the song Ella as we both play music. I'm not sure how you imagine the song to be, but this is what we created. And I was very, very
2: touched by this uh, um, song that Zali
3: and Joel put together
2: for me. Because your book is all about a high school kid who um, his brother what, hacks his laptop and uploads a song onto the internet, which ends up going viral, and this kid turns into a superstar because of this song. But uh, I've, I've read the book as well, and, and I know that, you know, the, the song is about someone called Ella Westlake, yet I haven't, uh, I, I didn't know what the song sounded like either because it's a no, book.
3: No, you just, you just describe it, but I did put the lyrics in there, and Zali's gone and uh, created this song along with her friend Joel, and um, I thought I'd play a little bit for you right now. This is uh, This is it. That's Joel now play, i can think straight keep everything is just a Even That's Joel on the guitar way. zali on the vocals and um yeah they smashed it it was just very very cute i
2: don't want oh nice. That's good. there's a hint of amy shark in the vocals there it and is a little, a little bit, bit of the old uh, I'd say a bit of Killing Heidi in the 90s sort of grungy rock vibe. It does. A bit,
3: a bit of hole, potentially, yeah. I'm thinking. Potentially garbage or, as in, not garbage the band. <laughs> I've got to yes. say that.
2: Oh, jeez. Uh, Shirley <laughs> Manson. we many
3: more DMs after that. Lead, lead singer of garbage. <laughs> but Olivia Rodrigo, if you're in the more, you know, the good for you kind of. Rocky vibe. So, um, thank you very much uh, for that one, Zali and Joel, singing through that from Ella. Just made me smile when people, yeah, you just have these little connections with people that uh, are beautiful. And those little DMs of stuff you're thinking about sending always make my day and everyone's day. I think just sending them to friends, sending them to family. When there are like scary things going on in the world and there are lockdowns, it's, I think those kind of messages are super sweet. So, thank Every you. Every
2: answer positivity. Yeah. So, keep in touch with us at matt.an.alex. And hey, if you had any wins over the week, uh, weekend of the last few days, you want to keep the positive rays shining? Then get in touch with us and let us know what's been making you smile. Yeah, let's have All a positive right? week here at All Day Breakfast. Yeah, let's Should be do fun. it. On with the show. Coffee, yeah, coffee. A seventh coffee never hurt
3: anyone. Oh, well, I
0: feel
3: a buzz. Click,
1: click, 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 click clickfish with producer
2: Bron
3: well because we missed it yesterday with a whole bunch of a limp oh
2: I mean um <laughs> uh, I big w- games athletes
3: i was like cuz we missed it yesterday because our limp uh attempts at humor when it comes to a very <laughs> large broadcast um we're doing a bit of clickfish today with producer Bron hello Bron
1: hello
3: uh what time do you go to bed on friday night Bron
1: Oh, I think I got home about two-ish mm. and then I still stayed up and was flicking through my phone, so <laughs> I don't know. Who knows?
3: To bring the good people the headlines which they deserve.
2: Yeah, and look, you thought you'd gotten away with a clickfish for this week because, you know, we always do it on Monday. But, I really uh, thought meeting.
1: I had gotten away with it. I was <laughs> no. like, oh. A rest
2: no week. <laughs> no <laughs> I like it too much, okay? The people need click fish. Tell us, what
3: headlines have you been clicking on this week?
1: So this one was sent in to the Matt and Alex Instagram by Amy, um, and she wanted to know what was in this one. So headline, insane detail on new $3 Coles bread. That's from news.com.
3: <laughs> okay, now, that's very, very well done by Amy there uh, because not giving them the click, Sending it on to Bron. Allow Bron to click it so we can all know what this article says. What is this
2: incredible hack, Bron?
1: So the insane detail on this three dollar bread. Um, so
2: <laughs> wait, do I need to? Do I need to? You know, call. Uh, I don't well, know, well, the, can we bring in the... <laughs> the straight jacket for Matt, please?
3: Because he is going to go cuckoo once he hears this insane detail.
1: <laughs> I'm so sus. This was made by someone in the Coles marketing
2: team. Of course it was. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. What is it, bro? So what is it?
1: They've just got a new, like, new bread out. It's just a standard loaf of white bread, but 50% <laughs> low carb, and people are going nuts for it because it's a nice low carb option. Apparently.
3: Okay, so it's low carb, but it's a half of it is low carb.
1: 50% lower carb.
3: So that 50% of it is still full carb.
1: I.
2: But it's not like it's. It's not like a maxi Maxibon where halfway through the loaf it changes into a new <laughs> loaf. Like it's,
1: that would be it's, insane. It's just oh. uh, going to be like a
2: <laughs> totally kind of different bready thing. They <laughs> yeah. totally should. Because that way couples could, you know, actually enjoy the same loaf instead of having to buy two different ones. More products
3: should start doing the maxi Maxibon um, arrangement within it. <laughs> I think. Surely. I mean, the half and half pizza is getting close.
2: We have big arguments um, in the house about whether we should eat white rice or brown rice you know, yeah. every meal. Because I'm white rice all the way. Bell's brown rice. So we do so one, a half and one half. little cup of each to do a half, half. I just well, want it in do the a, same
3: packet. Would you do a cup of each or would you try and get scientists to create a grain half of the grain is white <laughs> and half of the grain is brown? <laughs> you know, Or could we get a product out there which is a, you know, like a A chicken mermaid where the bottom half is a fish and the top half is a chicken or something like that.
2: (laughs) Yeah, these are the things that scientists should be worrying about. It's not like there's a pandemic. Exactly. Well, Now, that
3: would be an insane detail. Well, (laughs) Bron, that's insane. Let's move on. Headline number two.
1: So this one is, no, Kanye West wasn't charging $50 for chicken tenders at his Donda listening event. That's by
2: Has (laughs) Is it out yet?
1: I think it's out on Friday.
2: Oh, it's got pushed back. Oh, but hey, I heard it was out last Friday. Yeah, it to got get pushed, pushed back. back. Pushed back. Ah, okay. Mm. But what about these tenders?
1: So this article saying that he wasn't charging people fifty dollars for chicken tenders, <laughs> but I've seen a lot of conflicting, <laughs> conflicting um, sources about this. So people are saying that the food menu at the listening party was like astronomical prices. So he was selling chicken tenders. For sixty-eight Australian dollars, cookies and brownies for sixty Australian dollars, <gasps> and this article saying no, he wasn't. It it was that price, but they were more like share platters.
3: Right. Okay. So there was enough tenders for, to split between
2: three or four. That's what this
1: article saying. Where was
2: this party?
1: It was at um, an Atlanta like stadium.
2: Oh, so it was like it wasn't like. He had a few mates around in his lounge room listening <laughs> party.
1: No, it was a big, big listening event.
2: <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> it was like a proper huge party. Oh, mm. okay, yeah, that makes more sense then. Yeah, fair enough. Well, I mean, anything in a stadium, God. There should be a headline about how much the buddy charging for a cup of chips <laughs> down at their buddy G.
3: <laughs> yeah, you try and get those hot Forget chips. get Kanye. And particularly when they don't pile them over, and so that they're stacked up like a jank. Gen- you need the overflow for these chippies. Oh, I tell you
2: what, if I'm paying, if I'm paying up to double digits for a, for a hot chip cup, <laughs> those chips better be reamed into that little cardboard bad boy, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, we were- I better be able to struggle to pull a single one out because it's so choked up in there. And
3: i tell you what, those overflows, that needs to be Medusa on the top of that chip, that hot chip bucket. That needs to be flowing. <laughs> I need to be turning to stone while looking at my hot chips (laughs) if I'm going to get good value. All right, Bron, um, final story, shall we? This
1: this headline's from 7 News. Mum's perfectly organised pantry mocked online. (laughs) But can you guess why?
3: Imagine (laughs) people dissing your pantry. (laughs) Isn't there enough negativity
2: in this world? Nice pantry, you hack. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what? (laughs) Who's right? Who's doing this? Oh, look how organised you are, you loser. (laughs)
1: That's basically
2: so the comments. Oh, seriously? Yeah. Why? Because it's well organised. It's,
1: it's one of those pantries that have... <laughs> yes.
2: Oh, I bet your finances are in order too, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> They've
1: got like the, the see-through plastic containers... And they put all their, like, flour, their pasta, cereals, everything. So, wait,
3: their flour bag isn't three years old and crumpled up at the top still in the original bag? (laughs) Hang on, what? (laughs) Apparently not. Well, they've decanted it into a proper labelled thing that's airtight. Yeah.
2: To ensure its freshness and ease of, like, reach at all times. What an absolute pelican. (laughs) (laughs) Are you telling me when they go to reach... For the half-opened packet of spaghetti that's right up the back, that boxes of cereal <laughs> and chip packets don't fall onto their face and hit them, bottles of vitamins smashing out onto the ground. What are we trying to say, No, Rome? That
1: happens. Yeah, that's that's
2: it. <laughs> so you're telling me this
3: loser doesn't have just three of the same brown sugars, which are all half used. <laughs> <laughs> so what well, you? Is that what you're saying this woman has? Well, I'm glad she was mocked online because that's despicable.
1: (laughs) There's heaps of people going around at the moment doing a similar thing to their pantry, and I blame Khloe Kardashian for it. She, I think, was the pioneer of this.
2: Oh, got you. Or or Andy Lee. We know he likes a very organised pantry. Well, I reckon it might have been. He showed us
3: his stationery cupboard one time on the pod.
2: Tell you what. Tell you what. News agents themselves would be jealous of Andy's (laughs) organisation there. Well, thank you for
3: bringing us, once again, the most insane stories uh, that the internet is bringing us. We had an organised pantry and some low-carb bread.
2: Order up! Just how you like it, it's perfect.
3: All day breakfast.
2: Well, I'm feeling pretty good about myself, Alex Dyson.
3: Why? You have absolutely no reason to.
2: <laughs> well, you know, it's always a pleasure when I pip you in something.
3: Oh, dear. What are you beating me in this time? TikTok followers?
2: Uh, well, yes, by by more than double now. <laughs> I am racing ahead. How does oh, yeah. dust taste?
3: Well, it doesn't taste too bad because I did get a comment on my last TikTok, which was Alex's TikTok is greater than Matt's TikTok. So, oh, no,
2: you did so not.
3: The, the critics, you know, prefer my TikTok. Sure, I mean, the masses, they flood over. You're yeah, well, the Avengers, the Avengers right. of TikTok. But I'm more the, to, uh, the French art house of TikTok.
2: Do you want to play this game? All right, here we go. Here we go. You want to talk metrics, Right-o. my friend? All right, hit me. All right. Hulu, you know, online streaming platform, very big in the United States. Yep. Um, they broadcast my show, The Other Guy. Yep. Um, which you can see it on stand here, but Hulu do it in the States. Now they they post on Twitter a, uh, a comment that says, just one of those sort of regular old comments, which says, What TV show makes you laugh the hardest? Right. Okay. So I jump in there. Right. <laughs> a little bit of self promo, a little bit of the lols. not like you. And chuck in this, right? I say the other guy is the funniest, most original, best show ever (laughs) and the lead actor is very handsome and has very elegant feet. (laughs) Now, I just said that, all right? I was just,
3: yeah.
2: I was probably lying in bed when I wrote, I was just like, ha-ha, this will be funny because obviously that's me.
3: Yeah, sure. And people would understand that and that's fine. Yeah,
2: right? So, you know, people. Would elegant be the best adjective for your feet? Well, that's it. I just said elegant. I mean, okay. it's just a stupid thing to say. Yep. Anyway, a bunch of people are liking it. People that I know, and then and then um, Remy he jumps on. Now, I don't know whether you know Remy he. He is a no. uh, actor who I've known for quite a while. Um, you might have seen him on uh, is it the Genghis Khan movie, Crazy Rich Asians? He's been in Spider Man: Far From Home. Anyways, yeah. he Please. chucks in underneath the, underneath with just a link, right? And the link reads this men.wikifeet.com slash Matt O'Kyme. <laughs> now have you ever been to Wikifeet?
3: Alex? I have not been to Wikifeet. Did you I know, know there's, that there's an existed? Instagram that's like feedy McFeetface or like something feed account, which comes up every now and again. It put posts feet in the Australian media.
2: Well, that's it. I know Feedy McFeetface because anytime I post I don't even realise when I've posted a photo of my feet, but as soon mm. as it happens Feedy McFeet Face is like reposted and says, Feedy McFeet Face has the
3: eyes emojis just (laughs) looking. Hello.
2: (laughs) Right? So I didn't know what WikiFeet was.
3: You thought you were safe on Twitter away from Feedy McFeet Face. Yeah.
2: But Remy's posted this thing because obviously he's he's known about it. Yeah. And I go to this website and it's all of these photos of me with my feet (laughs) out, (laughs) right? I'm like, what the hell is going on here? And so I check it. It's got my birth date. It's got, well, it doesn't have my shoe size. It says not set. It's got my birthplace in Australia and all these photos of my feet. Mm. And then it's got a rating. A rating from the public. Out of five star rating. (laughs) Surely five toes out of five. (laughs) Now, I was very thankful because it was, well, I wasn't thankful, but I was a bit nervous as soon as I saw this idea of rating. But guess what I got? 4.17 out of five. Oh, yeah. Not bad. So at least, you know, when you're above the fours, you're like, all right. Yeah, fours okay. is good. Now, it's broken down into this, right? Seven votes total, so not many. <laughs> that is a small
3: sample size.
2: <laughs> four people I think I've got five star feet. One person thinks I've got four star feet. Zero people think I have three star feet. And then two people think I've got two star feet. Now, that just, <laughs> that just says to me. No. <laughs> that I have a style of foot that you either love or hate. And I prefer <laughs> to be... That. Well, well, the problem
3: the problem with getting the two two-star feet is that if it was two people gave you a one-star foot, they could be trolls and go, ha-ha, trolling Matokine, I'm giving him one star. The two-star to me indicates <laughs> that there are some feet connoisseurs out there who say these are pretty rotten feet here. <laughs> hey, They're I'm not rotten. the worst I've ever seen, so I'll give it two stars, but people need to be wary of these feet. <laughs> They're not very good
2: feet. Okay, well, I'd be watching what you're saying because as soon as I saw the rating, I was like, what? I didn't know my feet were getting rated. Yeah. And I started to get paranoid. And then- I know what you do. Which is unfortunately what I do too often, straight away in the search bar, Alex Dyson. (laughs) Now, (laughs) I had to know- you were the first person yeah, I thought of. Yeah. Absolutely the first person. <laughs> I was like, what What the hell do they think about Alex's feet? Uh-oh, so, this
3: is this <laughs> not going to be good, is it?
2: Now, there's a bunch of photos of you, you know, jumping into some water, dancing on the beach in Thailand. Oh, man, yep. In your Zumba gear. Really? Yep, so they're tracking you underwater. Mate, I don't know where they're getting them from, but they're getting... <laughs> scoured everywhere. Mate, I regret to inform you. Uh-oh. Oh no! That out of five stars, you're coming in at a three
3: point two seven. Oh my goodness! Now my Uber rating is four point eight five. I mean, oh. I am I am up there. I'm feeling good about myself.
2: Well, you probably because you don't do it barefoot. <laughs> <laughs> if, you the, if you had the toes out, mate, oh. I reckon you'd be down at. Yeah, they'd be asking you to walk. A 3.2 is rough. How many, what's the sample size? Now, look, the thing. good thing on your side is mm. that you've got a, a total of only three votes. Oh, the okay. bad thing is that one of those votes is a four Yep. and two are threes, which means while <laughs> well, you're us. talking about the connoisseurs, <laughs> yep. Yep. that at least I had some people who thought mine were fivers, you yeah. have got... Well, well, you know what everyone's that. looked Everyone's looked at your foot and gone, that's average.
3: Yeah, I don't mind that because I prefer that than people looking at it going, that is absolute
2: grots. Get it out of no, here. You know Which what they, they do to yours? They look, at, <laughs> they look at yours, they think, forgettable. That is what I see when I see those feet. Well, Absolutely I'm actually surprised. Forgettable. I've got a uh,
3: curly, little curly second toe. I mean, it's not the most glamorous <laughs> thing in the world. And after my, my elbow cartwheel, I'm. Mangled my foot up, got degenerative arthritis in the left foot, so I got a it looks like a bunion coming off the side of my left foot. I
2: don't I don't know how many pics uh, there are of that. Well, you've um, got a big toe pick here and a big toe with sunglasses on, and it's all strapped up. So maybe <laughs> I mean, that's what people are looking at.
3: So that's when I cut my foot on a tile in Bali. They've dove, dove well deep into the Instagram. <laughs> they posted a photo what? of my mangled foot. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> when I'm putting up a photo of my foot wrapped in bandages, blood coming out of it, and people are still out there going, you know, that's one star above i O'Kine. I'm, I'm <laughs> going to take that. I am going to take that. But feel free, wiki feet, get on, give us a rating. Give us your honest rating. Yeah, now, don't troll look, us.
2: No, no, don't troll us. Give us your honest rating. But also I should clarify that some people have not been asked to be on this site. So, you know, it is okay for... If- You're welcome to judge our feet. Sure. Um, But be aware that if you go looking elsewhere, people have not asked to be on this site. There are certain people who probably don't want to be on this site. Yeah. So leave it at us (laughs) and that's all I'll say. Good work. All right. We'll see who wins. (laughs) May the best toes win. (laughs) And. All right, Alex Dyson, we talk about parenting a lot on this podcast.
3: Mainly you'd throw at me once a week or two. You think you'll ever have kids, Alex Dyson? It's a, it's a big <laughs> discussion because we're on both sides of those fences.
2: Absolutely. Um, but we also have listeners who are parents themselves and some of those listeners are even podcast hosts themselves. And that is who we are talking to up next. It's an absolute pleasure to welcome to Matt and Alex Um, Some friends of ours from the show Who host their own podcast called Two Peas in a Podcast And have now released their debut book Uh, It's called The Invisible Life of Us And it's all about the joyous, uh, messy and colourful world Of parenting kids with additional needs So it gives me great pleasure to welcome to Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast this fine Tuesday morning Kate Jones Hello Kate
0: Hello boys
2: Okay.
3: Thank you so much for jumping on the pod. I think last time we were able to see each other in person, it was at the Podcast Awards, your own podcast, Two P's in a Podcast, nominated for Best Family Pod. How's it been since then?
0: Oh, it's been amazing. Actually, I was at your one year, um, I don't know, show at Comedy Ooh, Republic. Yes,
3: we got to see you there as well.
0: I story about Drunk Santa or Naughty Santa or whatever it was. So, yes, I
3: have seen kids. <laughs> oh, listen, to will be very familiar with
2: your work then, Kate. <laughs> yes.
0: No, the podcast is going great, Guns.
2: Oh, well, look, thanks so much for listening to our podcast. We love two peas in a podcast as well. And I'm very excited about this new book, The Invisible Life of Us. It does talk about parenting kids with uh, additional needs. Let's start by talking about what additional needs means.
0: Yeah, so strictly speaking, it's probably disabilities but we use the words additional needs because some children may have dyslexia. Some children may have um, auditory processing. All of those are specific learning disabilities, but people don't really recognize them as that. So we wanted to be really inclusive in our language. Uh, A lot of adults with disabilities don't like the term special needs. We don't use that anymore, but some kids just have a couple of additional needs that they need to help them through school. And in this book, we go through, we have some kids with additional needs and some kids with disabilities.
3: Why do you think that uh, it's been transitioned out of the word special? Has it been hijacked by people uh, to have negative connotations um, or does additional needs simply sum it up a bit better?
0: I think it does sum it up better, but I think it's also like if you've grown up with something and then, you know, you get to 30 and people are like, he has special needs, that sounds very patronising. Yeah, so I think additional needs, I might need a bit of additional help at school sometimes or to navigate life. It's just a nicer phrase.
2: Yeah, for sure. And and Kate, are you able to tell us uh, with regards to your experience um, with raising children with additional needs, when did you realise that your parenting would be different?
0: Hmm. Yeah, so my um, pregnancy with the twins was really high risk and that we were told that we would lose them. Um, Obviously, we didn't because they're 15. So... I sort of had an inkling right from the get-go that something might be um, not following the traditional path of milestones, and so we were always on the lookout for that. I think for me, I was just so thrilled to have live babies, and I still look at them and think, oh, my gosh, they're here, that um, every little milestone that they've ever met, and they've met heaps, was just really um, awesome. So, yeah, I sort of had a different slant. I know I've got really, really beautiful friends who've had Um, diagnosis that really hit them out of the blue. But we sort of knew out when ours were coming.
3: I guess that sort of would really tie into the impact of perspective and Mm -hmm. uh, your perspective being like, you know, the the absolute joy of having your kids around and, you know, succeeding more than even you'd Anyone could have ever have imagined, but um, p- people in, who could have the exact same, you know, outcome, but come mm-hmm. into it, you know, without that that risk factor uh, being verbalized to them in the pregnancy, it must be, yeah, it must be really interesting learning about this perspective and and uh, yeah, the ability to, to to be happy with with the things life throws throws at your way.
0: Yeah, and I think sometimes I think all parents sometimes feel a bit lonely, and you sometimes feel like you might go to a party. And all the kids there are having like carrot and hummus and your kid's like, I just want chicken nuggets. And you're like, I'm a failure as a parent. And so, um, (laughs) you
3: know. (laughs) Yeah, things are simple as that for sure. (laughs) Yes,
0: it can be. So everybody feels a bit like that. And I think when your child has an additional need or a disability, you feel a little bit more like that. Mm. So what we wanted to say was actually our families are really run of the mill. They're quite boring. They're really fun. But we don't want anyone to feel alone anymore. So we thought that's why we started the podcast and then that's why we've written the book.
2: Yeah, and look, the book does cover a a whole bunch of challenges, um, including food and schooling and extracurricular activities. What are some of the challenges within those categories that uh, that you've found this book can help with?
0: I think it's just sharing the story. So I think once, you know, if your child's taking ages to toilet train and then you meet someone else, you're like, oh, this is okay. Other people do this as well. So that's our thing, that there are lots of other people and there really is no child that meets every milestone exactly on time, like some are before, some are after. So it's just a shared story and it's a shared perspective and we found, weirdly enough, that a large percentage of our audience don't have children or don't have kids with additional needs or don't have twins because I think all of us have had a time in our life where we just felt a little bit excluded or mm. left out, right? And so we talk about a lot of that in the book and it's just brought this awesome community together.
3: Oh, it's so wonderful, Kate. And I'm um, t- yeah. If if childhood followed the same timetable as the the Japanese metro system, I mean, then you could start <laughs> thinking that things are going wrong. But you're right; it is so diverse. And you must have heard so many stories over the years. What are some that really connected you from doing the two peas in a pod podcast of uh, of people giving you a ring and yeah, really um, connecting with with your stories?
0: Oh, we have had so many. I mean, like you guys would know, we get stories every single day throughout people slide into our DMs, which is pretty cool when you're an old mum. Um, (laughs) Well,
3: you you used the term seamlessly, Kate. I mean, that was was absolutely (laughs) perfectly done. (laughs) Um,
0: We've had people down on the floor crying lonely, saying you've changed my life. We've had a lot of rural and regional people that don't have the supports that we have um, in the city. We've had um, people that are really not well that have contacted us and said you've changed my life. Um, We had no idea that that's what would happen. So it's not like we are psychologists or we're geared up to do this, but it's changed our life in turn because, as you would know, when someone rings you in and tells you something really personal, it changes who you are. So the podcast has also changed us.
2: And Kate, you mentioned that your twins are 15 now. Mm -hmm. Teenage years are just such a rocky road and such a roller coaster. How are you and them finding this period? And, and what would you say to anyone else who might have, uh, you know, teenage kids?
0: I quite like teenagers. Like, I I like the fact that you can sort of have a proper argument with them. And they're not just like, no, I want the red cup. Like, Why? <laughs> you know, <laughs> there's actually a little bit of back and forth with them, which is quite nice. Um, I think, the, thing that pe- the things that people should know is that your kids are awesome. They may not be the same as everybody else's kids, but they're really awesome. And the world needs different people. We don't need everybody the same. That's boring, right? And that's what podcasts and some reality shows and other things have shown us that we don't want the same anymore. We want different. And so your kids and my kids maybe are not, you know, typical, but they actually make the world such a better place and so much more interesting. So if you have a child with an additional need or a disability, you win you are more tired right you have <laughs> you know and that's a, it's okay to win that sometimes you know <laughs> but also your life is pretty amazing you've met awesome people you're part of a club that other people can't get into And um, none of us would
3: change anything. Oh, Your perspective is incredible, Kate. We thank you so much for joining us. The podcast, Two Peas in a Pod, uh, has had over a million listeners already. And I reckon the new book, The Invisible Life of Us, will be well on the way to uh, getting about the same, Kate. We really appreciate you joining us. Congrats again to yourself and Mandy for being nominated for the 2021 Victorian Australian of the Year Awards as well. That must have been a pretty pretty cool (laughs) bit of news coming through.
0: Yeah, that was good. We lost that. Uh, like we lost the podcast award. <laughs> you
3: but you what? win the sleep stakes. Remember that. You re- win, win that. That's right.
0: I'm more tired than you. So, <laughs>
2: <Woo-hoo>. Thanks so <laughs> much, also Kate. I've got so both
0: t- your books.
2: Oh, so, oh yeah, that's the I greatest.
3: Yep, and remember, Alex, you're going to DJ my 50th. Yeah, well, I have signed up for that. So we've we've got a couple of years to count down and I'm putting this set list together. One year, one year. Oh, that's a (laughs) one. All right, my time's running out. I've got to get this set list together. It's going to be epic. Thank you so much for that, Kate. All right,
0: thanks, guys. Cool, bye. 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 And thank
3: you for listening to All Day Breakfast today. It has been a whole heap of fun hanging out. Thanks for uh, keeping happy with us. And uh, thank you, Bron, for uh, giving us those insane fish articles.
2: Yeah, please keep in touch with us at matt.and.alex We're always posting stuff throughout the day I'm asking for your input so please send us messages, send us audio messages, send us videos, we love it. Until next
3: time, we'll see you right here on All Day Breakfast.
1: Bye bye. That's it, the All Day Breakfast kitchen is closed. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au Listener